0: Hello, everyone. I am Manny.
1: And I'm Wyo. Welcome back to the Kink Buffet Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2.
0: And we're about five days away from leaving Colorado. Yeah. (laughs) This has been the least exciting beginning of these podcasts because, you know, we're sharing where we are, which has been a different town every single podcast for the first 35. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And then we've been grounded here for a few weeks. But we'll get back to interesting, cool places soon. Real soon.
1: Very soon. Well, I woke up this morning with a specific thought on my mind. Any guesses what it was?
0: Hmm. Malaysian economics? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm usually quicker than that.
1: (laughs) No, it's not politics or economics or anything that's serious. You know, the very most important thing in my life is sex. And I woke up thinking about cum.
0: And you told me that you wanted to do a podcast about it.
1: Sure, why not? It's relevant, right? There's cum fetishes and porn sites. and
0: Well, this is another area. We've talked about a couple areas like this where we said, is this really a fetish? Or is this really a kink? And the answer is, yeah. I mean, anything can be a, a kink. I mean, is it kinky when you ask the kink community on their scale of kinky? It's probably pretty low. But if you ask the vanilla world, the mainstream world, it, this could be like the be-all, end-all, a woman who enjoys cum.
1: Well, there's or, the age-old thing about, will she spit or swallow? I, I've been asked that since I was like in middle school, you know?
0: Yeah, well, and <laughs> and times change too because when I was younger, that was a bigger deal. Yeah. Just like, I mean... A lot of these things evolve over time so i read one time this book about um prostitution and you may be surprised to learn that it wasn't that long ago that sex cost one price but if you wanted oral sex if you wanted a woman to give you a blowjob it would cost more money because that was so kinky and that's the thing that wives didn't do i know they some did but that was the kink Oral sex? Oh, my Lord. And, of course, it evolved to, well, that's the one you can do in the backseat of a car. It becomes less expensive, like supply and demand. Right. And then everyone does it. And I think that's the same idea of when it comes to cum, right? Like, when I was younger, a girl who swallowed was, like, that was a big deal. A girl who, who let you come in her mouth was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. I, she would probably spit it out, but she would go through that. And that... That's changed quite a bit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's been normalized.
1: Yeah, it has to some, a bit. To some extent. Yeah,
0: um, not to everyone, but
1: right. there's still a good lot of people who find it repulsive. They think that the texture is gross. It's slimy. Then it gets sticky. The whole idea of <clears throat> it being sperm comes out. It's nasty, or whatever the reason is that they don't like it. It's also used.
0: Well, by the way, and I agree with every one of them. <laughs> it's not something that I'm interested in. So it isn't... Like, I I have empathy.
1: This is probably the one thing that we have the closest thing to a mis, mix, mismatch on sexually, I think. Because you don't like it.
0: Well, for me, but... I, like,
1: you don't even like it when you do come in my mouth and then I want to kiss afterwards. Like, you like... Up real tight
0: me. Was- well, first, I wait 11 minutes and 45 seconds, the appropriate amount of time for it to dissolve. <laughs> it's actually 13. Oh, shit. <laughs> but it's just, I mean, it's just not my thing. It's not, I don't find it wrong or repulsive or gross. It's just not something I'm interested in.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, like I was told one time, and it's funny how you, you'll say something and someone like they don't believe you and they say okay just don't admit it. And they uh someone one time was like, "Well, everyone's tasted their own cum." This was a, a few years ago and I'm mm-hmm. like, "I I haven't." Mm-hmm. Okay, fine, you don't want to admit it. Yeah. And I'm like, "I'll admit anything. I'm I have no secrets. I I haven't." And so you've never been curious?" Nope. Okay, fine, don't admit it. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And I'm like, "No, I just never that was never my Thing. and so the closest I ever came to to tasting it was I used to for for I had a partner for the longest time wanted me to lick it off of her mm-hmm. and I'm like no I'm not gonna do it and it evolved to a point where finally I would I would get to a point where I would be like I'm going to do this. I'm she'd be all turned on and I'd be like, I'm going to come all of your tits and I'm going to lick it off you. And and she would get all turned on. It would make her come hard. Mm -hmm. And there'd be this moment right before I come where I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. And I would be committed to doing this. Uh But the second I came after I was done, that immediate after come hit. And I went, no, 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 no. I,
1: I, <laughs> you come to your senses. It's funny.
0: To, well, it's because I'm not... It's weird. I'm not... Am I Am I shy in any other way?
1: No. <laughs> I know, and it's the funniest it's strange, thing to me. Is it, it strange
0: to picture me like that?
1: No, because I've seen you, like, <laughs> s- scrape it off my tits and, like, like, drip and hang it off of your finger trying to get it off into my mouth. <laughs> it's... I love it. I love cum. I especially love your cum. And I think it's funny that that's like our one thing, I, sexually. That
0: well, like, I will t- I will tell you this. You I,
1: will enjoy things for me, but it's still not the same. No,
0: <laughs> no. And then so I did. I did a couple times. Managed to touch my my mouth, my closed mouth to it. Mm-hmm. Like it built up to that right where I did that, and then you know if you were to ask me what it like, because I didn't. Just, swallow it or lick your
1: lips afterwards well but
0: but it touched my mouth right Mm -hmm. and it didn't have any taste Mm
1: -mm. um
0: I knew it was mental and I don't know I'm such a big baby about it which is funny because I'm so far off the deep end in these other areas
1: yeah
0: that's just not just not my thing and so did it tried that a couple times kind of wasn't for me but like anything else your fetish or a person's fetish can be anything. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I did have a cum swallowing fetish for women doing it. And the reason why, I think, is because it was the first real sexual relationship I was I mean, I was in sexual relationships. But the first one where we were having sex for hours every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And we were watching porn, and we had collections of toys, and we, you know, next thing you know, we were in the webcam industry, and all these other things. And so, it was a, a sexual, sexual relationship, and that was a hard note for my partner.
2: hmm
0: You know, she she would, the only thing, as far as she ever got, was she would close her mouth, and I could come on her lips. Uh-huh. And then she would wipe it off. Um, I don't know, a couple times, she would actually put her tongue out, but with her mouth closed, and it would touch her tongue... Like she tried to go as far, and I. By the way, I, again empathy for her because I wasn't going to do it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and but because she wouldn't do it, this is when I was much younger when like kind of traditional porn would actually still mm-hmm. <laughs> do something. Mm-hmm. Like I liked watching that in porn. Mm-hmm. I liked watching girls who swallowed, and um, for a little while, like even Bukaki or Gawkum, which is Bukaki with swallowing videos. Mm-hmm like anything else, like I had like a phase where that was interesting to me. And I think it was just because that was not part of the relationship. You know, she also wasn't into anal sex. And so when we watched porn, it had to be anal. And I think it was just, it had to be the thing that I wasn't getting or doing specifically that turned me on because she was, aside from that, she was extremely sexual, really orgasmic, squirter, with a, flawless body
2: Mm -hmm. so
0: just watching traditional porn was like that that's next to me it didn't it didn't really do it for me i had that Mm -hmm. so i I wonder how many kinks are like that where they the kink evolves because it's that thing that you don't get i mean your wife is straight so you fantasize about two women again this is in the (laughs) vanilla world in the kink world um spoiler alert for anybody interested in this world uh that's not uncommon. Yeah, <laughs> we t- That's not even like a kink. Right. Having multiple partners in a scenario—that's just multiple people. So, but what's your kink? Oh, I had two girls. But what? What's the kink you guys did? Mm-hmm. No, there were two girls and me. There, were, it was a threesome. No, I, I heard that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so what? What's what? What was what was the kink that happened? You still haven't told me. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like it's normal, but to a vanilla person, oh my god, the holy grail. And I think a lot of that is because you haven't done it before. Mm-hmm. And your wife hasn't done it, and your friends haven't got to do it, or they did it once, and they they haven't stopped talking about it for eighteen years.
1: Right. Well, and it's also people that are in the community. I mean, for all by all accounts, the best way to describe them is that we're sex nerds, like people nerd out over science fiction or you know whatever topic this is what we think about all the time this is like we're thinking about different ways to to enhance the sensations to you know do the thing that we do so
0: and if there was something in there that you couldn't do because it didn't take place at the dungeon mm -hmm. or with your partners would that become possibly more appealing because
1: absolutely and constantly raising the bar even on the things that i am I do have a partner that does like, how can we amp that up? How can we twist it? How, you know, how much darker can we make this? Right. It's going to get more and more. So like the, the, uh, basis of like just having a threesome is it is, it's like the lowest intro, but it goes up from there. What? Like I've even been part of a rope suspension with 11 people. And I tried telling somebody that, and they're like, Oh, it was like a gangbang." I'm like, no, it was a rope suspension. We were all tied to each yeah. other, and there was nothing sexual about it. And they're like, huh? I don't get it. <laughs> right.
0: Well, and then I've been part of the, you know, at times, the swingers community. And, I mean, I've we were in a big bed with, um, like, I didn't actually even keep count. It wasn't like I was keeping score. But mm-hmm. there'd be, like, whatever, a half dozen people in bed, and mm-hmm. people are... Touching each other, and it's not. It's, it's it's funny to say that it's normal, but it's like when you're there and yeah. you're in the hot tub, and there's six people, and everybody's playing with their partners, but but your girlfriend's touching another woman's tits and asks if she could go down on her, and and then next thing you know, your butt. I mean, like that's just it. Just is what happens. Mm-hmm. So you become desensitized to it. I, it's probably the same way porn watching porn on the internet is most people are desensitized to because you used to have to go to a video store late at night so nobody saw you you had to put on, you had to put on the trench coat and the top hat and the glasses even and though go to it's... the
1: section behind the black curtain and... and then
0: and then hope that nobody saw what and then choose a category of dvd that was kinky enough to, to be interesting to you but not so much that you think the person behind the counter would give you a weird look. <laughs> <laughs> so he, but i mean that so that was a novelty and mm-hmm. so i think that's what like the whole cum thing like the, that that was m- kinkier before it became normalized before you watched porn and it was it's mandatory mm-hmm. um i think there's something to be said for that i think there's also something about i want to say women but anybody gay men bisexual men whatever that when you're raised in a culture where everything you see around you makes it appear that everyone does this thing you're not going to be as freaked out by it Mm -hmm. you're going to have a more of an open mind to it and the end result might be that it still grosses you out but i think when you enter it in with the idea that everyone does this and expecting it to be okay or, or enjoyable it's a lot less likely that you're going to go, oh my God, never doing that again. You know? But if if you go into it with the idea that that's what this is.
1: Yeah, I'm sure part of any new introduction to something, like the environment of... It's like when you're potty training a kid and all of a sudden like they're sitting on the toilet and you're cheering for them. like They get excited about it, so they want to try and do it again.
0: So it's like... You know, I just thought of something funny with hmm. you too, exactly what we're saying. You had one of your previous partners you managed to find a 40 year old who had married the first woman he ever slept with Mm -hmm. and she was lights off shirts on you know once a month Mm -hmm. sex partner I mean the as bad as it gets for a a spouse and then you were the (laughs) you you were the first person he meets when she leaves him
1: so swallowing his cum was a Big, big deal but, for him.
0: But for him, he he told you, like, he talked about his wife not being great at sex, but he talked about she gave the best blowjobs because, mm-hmm. because once a year on his birthday, when she would give him a blowjob, she would swallow.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And that, that, to him, made her great at oral sex and made her right. give great blowjobs just because of this one thing.
1: Yeah, and for me, it's every day with the right partner. So
0: the holy grail. So, okay. So that's almost the end of my perspective on it (laughs) because I'm not, now it's become, I've, I'm going to say normal. It's just, that's.
1: Well, and it's changed between us because I like it. So we do make a little bit more of a show of it. Like I want you to come in my mouth. I want you at least to come where some, where I can get to it, so if it's on my tits or someplace I can get, I'm going to eat it.
0: I've seen you lick it off the bed.
1: Yeah, i I'm, you If do. you overspray when you're shooting or something, I'll lick it off the bed or my hair or whatever.
0: Right, I'm you like, don't you don't want to waste any. No. So it is a little fetishy.
1: Mm-hmm. It is fetishy for
0: me. Maybe it's something that you, in fact, even when I come inside your pussy,
1: mm-hmm. you'll. I'll often eat it
0: throughout the night
1: mm-hmm. or day or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say,
0: yeah, night, night, day. Mm-hmm. So well, what was your history with this? Has that always been that way or I didn't for me?
1: Know? I think the fascination with it began because I, because of like STIs and trying to avoid pregnancy. Like I didn't get it for a long time. So, like, we always used condoms. The come went in the condom, it went in the trash. I never got to...
0: In your long-term relationship.
1: Right. So, and other partners that I didn't fluid bond with, you know, like, it was... It was just what we did. I didn't even question it for a long time. And then it was like, I'm... I started to feel like I was missing out on it. And so... Just, it was a layer, another layer to the intimacy that wasn't happening. So that's why I started to want it. And then I really enjoyed it afterwards. Once so it I started, started
0: with the same idea, it was the thing that you're not getting, then mm-hmm. you, you therefore want it. Yeah. Same, same effect. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, were, you, were you, you young when this was like, like, has it always been that way or was it like a you gross thing for a while and then. When you were younger.
1: It wasn't ever gross to me. It just wasn't available.
0: Like... Even when you were younger. It was yeah. Condoms.
1: Yeah, it was always in the condom. Or, you know, them. sometimes there were very, very few that would, like, jerk off on my tits. Because I wasn't offering that as an option. So, like, guys aren't going to be like, let me jerk on your tits. You know, like, they, I wasn't dating those guys yet. So, um, it was my early 20s, I think, when, when I started with that with actually having access to
0: so that but by the way this is a bit akin to what what we were talking about how things have changed because you were very sexual at a very young age Mm -hmm. with lots of partners at a young age but then it was early 20 before you did this thing that was a lot more taboo Mm -hmm. that when you're starting off in that world now sexually like it's just normal
1: it is, it's, well, like you said, it's more normalized, Normal-er. but it's still something that I control a lot with new partners. I don't fluid bond, um, even to the point of some of them, I won't kiss until we've built more of a relationship. Like I'm, I just don't, right. it's, it's that level of intimacy of exchanging fluids. That I just don't do with everybody. So common is one of those for sure. Um, most people don't have a problem with it because there is risk associated with transmitting uh, diseases so if it's a no-go you know spray it somewhere else we'll wipe it off no big deal but you know having it in you know having them ejaculate inside of me is usually it's not usually it's, an option it's, it's not an option at all
0: no, so I I get that. Mm-hmm. So even though it's a fetish, it's not one that you break your own rules for. Right. Just because the scenario you go in is basically like the, the way we approach all this, it's a negotiated. Yep. There's lines, there's boundaries, they get respected.
2: Mhm.
0: Mhm. It's so funny. If you were a monogamous partner, I would trust you 100% as sexual as you are because I know that you like I've never seen you not stick to a line that you set,
2: mm-hmm.
0: ever. Like you actually have that self control when maybe because you're horny all the time. It's not like this weird moment where you're making bad decisions.
1: Ha! <laughs> yeah, a good point.
0: Okay, so you want to talk about it as a as a fetish, though?
1: Yeah. So we were we started to touch on the fact that it's humiliating. Um.
0: Well, why is it humiliating?
1: No, I was gonna ask you what do you think that's humiliating about it because well, okay, so, I
0: don't agree no, it's <laughs> well it's hum- okay so it is a hu- the type of humiliation mm-hmm. like like coming on a, on a your partner's face, yes mm-hmm. even if they enjoy it, but people enjoy this is where it gets into that gray area with humiliation. If you enjoy the humiliation, is it really humiliating? yes. Mm -hmm. Kind of, no, yes, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, you know, that does walk into a gray area, which is a whole other topic. Mm -hmm. But generally, I think that what makes it humiliating is that most, and I'm going to speak about women, I know it applies to men too, but I I don't have experience there. I can talk about women. Uh Is that most women a lot goes into how their face looks. Yeah, Good point. Okay. So whether they put on tons of makeup and foundation to cover every blemish or whether they just put a little bit of lipstick on to make their lips or even if they're not into makeup, they exfoliate or whatever other thing, word women use. (laughs) (laughs) It's not my world.
2: Yeah.
0: But, you know, uh, but there's so much care and given to the face and making the face look a certain way. That anything on a, on the a woman's face mm-hmm. is a type of humiliation because you're just basically wiping off that. I mean, it can be spit or urine or just smeared makeup because she's crying. A- anything. All of
1: which is hot. Right. I love it. Any, yeah.
0: But anything, all that is not, uh, it's making something pretty ugly. Mm hmm. But it's but at the same time it's not ugly it's beautiful,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's kind of, I mean you look at a picture in Cosmopolitan magazine you don't see a woman with her mascara running because she was crying, and spit on her cheek,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then say while well, she's trying to sell a dress right like <laughs> that's not that's not culturally viewed as pretty that's culturally viewed as a train wreck just happened. <laughs> <clears throat> so there's something humiliating about taking something pretty and making it dirty. And even if the the woman has spent time making her face pretty and you put out all this effort into it and I'm going to mess it up.
1: Mm-hmm. That's one of the things about um, when I go to the dungeon, I spend some extra time to make do makeup and stuff like that for that reason. Like, I know I'm probably going to end up crying during an impact scene or whatever and that's one of the things I wear is, for you know as a pride symbol as after my scene I'm not gonna clean my face up I'm gonna walk around all smeared up
0: well there's I love it yeah I mean there's the idea that you know you want to like mess up your partner's face uh-huh. go to the dollar store and buy her some makeup mm-hmm. because that makeup will run and it will smear mm-hmm. and it, it is fun it doesn't take as much to actually
1: yeah
0: you know, the first time a tear goes down her face, a line of black mascara will go all the way down to her chin because yeah. it's crap makeup.
1: I even carry in my dungeon bag a really nasty, cheap, bright red lipstick. So, like, Just that'll be because smeared. Because it'll smear. Yep.
0: Okay, and so Kama is no different than anything else as far as that. uh uh-huh. um, There's also a type of dominance that comes with it.
1: Okay.
0: Which is... I'm going. I'm in charge of you, and I'm doing this thing to you. And I'm gonna come wherever I want. I'm gonna do it right. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna do it on your face.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, it, the illusion's broken a little bit when the woman's like, "Please come on my face." But but that's sexy in a different way because you're doing something that turns her on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But the fact that oh, I choose my words carefully. The fact that she doesn't want that.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not
0: talking about consent violation,
2: right?
0: But the fact that she doesn't want her face messed up. Mm-hmm. Makes it a form of well, but you're going to because I just obliterated you with my sex. I'm, this, is, this is this is more like this is more like in a vanilla world, right? Uh-huh. But that I just gave you the fucking of a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, take that woman,
2: yeah, and
0: now I'm going to do this thing to you up there, mm-hmm. and it it is a dominating thing because you are. I mean, maybe it's because there's nowhere else in the real world where you can do something to a woman's face other than lightly kiss her on the lips or cheek that's acceptable in any social setting whatsoever. Mm -hmm. You can't walk up to her with a a squirt gun and squirt water on her face if she has makeup on. I mean, she's going to be pissed. Mm -hmm. You know, you can squirt her anywhere else and it's funny, but on the face, no. Right. It's just... So I think it's just doing this thing that's not acceptable. I mean, that's... I mean... Remember my old thing about like, like what would an alien from another planet think without any preconceived ideas about how the world works? And there's no cultural understandings, and mm-hmm. there's no tradition, and there's no Bible, and there's no anything like how would how would a completely blank slate view polyamory or sex or all these different things? Mm. And I think with a, just a little bit of basic human knowledge, I think the alien from another planet would be like doing something to someone's face. Is a woman's face is a bad thing.
2: <laughs> look yeah. at
0: look at how much time they spent to make it look a certain way, and now you're going to mess that up. <laughs> I mean, she just built a, a big old house full of with Legos, and and then you went and just kicked it over. Knocked you it horrible yeah. older brother. <laughs> So I think that's part of that appeal and I I mean as a woman do you actually get that as well even though you enjoy it do you get the humiliation part of it?
1: I understand it, I don't feel it. For okay. sure. It's not a humiliating thing for me. Um even like in the sense with bukaki or something like that where it's a bunch of people that are ejaculating like that's really freaking hot. That that person, the receiver of the cum, can turn that many people on. They're all able to to jack off on her. You know, like that's
0: that's right. hot. I I get that, but it's also the fact that it's strangers. I mean, it's a total objectification.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like at no point are they jacking off, wondering what her dreams are.
2: Right.
0: <laughs> there's. I mean, no. I mean, and there's also no. They could be the nicest guys in the world, but when they're coming on her, this strange girl's face, they're not caring for her in that sense. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Even if she says she loves it, they're not doing it because they love it. They're doing it because they're turned on by Mm bukkake, or they're just men who just want to get off.
1: Mm -hmm. So, yeah, but they're looking at her face. They're squirting it. They're squirting at her tits. Like it's, she's, the object. She's turning them on. No, it's,
0: it is objectification. Yeah, I I love it.
1: I think it's great.
0: And the idea that it's, um, that it isn't again, it it's on the kink scale. It's not used to come on the face is not used to make a baby. Therefore it is kinkier
2: mm-hmm.
0: where no matter how much you enjoy coming inside of you, that is a, that is what you're biologically asking for when you get aroused.
1: Right.
0: N- now, what about come on other parts of the body? Like, I think it goes down the kink scale because more and more people are into it. I mean, there's not—I mean, I don't know. I don't. I've never. That doesn't mean it won't exist, but I've never heard of a woman who's like, "Oh yeah, can you just come on the the washcloth next to me? I don't want to get it on my tits." Like that seems to be even if you're a woman with who's completely adverse to come. Uh uh-huh. It's on. It's on your boobs. Yeah,
1: that's probably one of those things that people with a partner would like kind of kneel on and just like okay fine just, just squirt it on my tits i don't care like, yeah then it'll go on the towel because it ain't going in me yeah. anywhere else you know
0: and but and that's that's just giving your partner a place to come mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing if if you're like if you don't want it in your mouth or on your face because that's just not what you're into which is totally acceptable
1: uh-huh.
0: and you're trying not to get pregnant for example or the man might have a harder time coming inside of her because what he he can use his hand
2: Uh
0: it's a it's a way for him to get the release but it can be well it can be both it can be really sexy oh my god I'm coming on your tits that's really sexy but it could also be hey that sex was fun but now I just want to get that release over with
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and it's not you know it can be a little bit of a a buzzkill Mm -hmm. um it really depends on, I think, just, you know, if, you're, if you've are if you been married for 30 years and your wife never let you come with her tits, you probably watched coming on tit videos.
2: <laughs> right.
0: I mean, I, there right. was a woman that when I was traveling that, like, I asked her, I was had a condom on, but I said, I'm going to take the condom off and come. And I said, where do you want me to come? She said, anywhere. I said, cool. I slid up on top of her. I said, open your mouth. And she opened her mouth. And right before I came, she went, no, no, please, please, please don't, please, don't, please, please don't, please don't, please mm-hmm. don't. On my boobs. Mm-hmm. Like she didn't want it mm-hmm. and it was definitely, I mean, she was awesome. I'm not knocking her, mm-hmm. but it was definitely like, oh, mm-hmm. even though it's not, it's not that big of a deal to come in a woman's mouth. It was mm-hmm. still like the, the very last thing before I orgasmed was, I don't like this sexual thing that's about to happen.
1: No, please don't. Like, you don't want to hear that. Well, maybe sometimes you do. Yeah, maybe. But-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. Now, what about you know, when you, your girlfriends, when they talk about it? hmm th- Do they talk about how hot it is, or do they talk about how gross it is, or...
1: Yeah, it's really an individual thing. And it varies with, like, when I play with women, too. Like, it's... Like, I, I don't like female cum as much as I like male cum. Like, I'll play with it more. I'll swirl it around in my mouth, I'll make bubbles or whatever, like when a girl squirts on me, it's like eh, I don't know it's not the same but just with other straight women it's totally random, I haven't really found that there's personality traits that are like, she's gonna like it, I know she will
0: well, um, one of the things that I have seen which I which I don't like, but When people use sex as leverage Hmm. or control, that can be something that can definitely be used as a way to try to get what you want or you withhold it as punishment or just to basically keep in control. Where if a woman is aroused, she might just want sex. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, withholding sex doesn't do anything for her because she likes sex also. Mm -hmm. But if... the the swallowing or taking it on the face is something that she's willing to do, but she doesn't get anything out of, then she can dangle that. That's a carrot. And it can be used, you know, like...
1: Well, I've seen femdoms use that. Like, they will control their submissive's orgasm. And that's not... But that's not a bad thing. That's what the person wants. Yeah, that's used for... But have you ever
0: heard about... Have you ever heard? Um, you know, she gives it to me on my birthday.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my other partner. That...
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's where it's like, I don't know. As a third party observer, if you're okay doing it, why are you going to withhold it other times? I to a point. I mean, there's there's compromise and balance. If it's something you don't like but want to give, I'm not saying you. Necessarily, well, even as I say, you don't want to do it every time, I would give you what you want every time, and you would give me, so yeah. so I do think you're supposed to give your partner what they want when they want it, but if that's not your paradigm that you think there's the compromise that should happen in those areas, which is that's fine, whatever that's your relationship,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know once a year on your birthdays, maybe a a bit extreme, or when I want something it's
1: steak and b j day, yeah
0: <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> yeah the guy reaches yeah yeah she the woman drops to her knees and he gets out the credit card and <laughs> which is sexy if you're playing a horror role play uh-huh. that's that's hot, but when it's really used that way, mm-hmm. there's something about that that feels un like unhealthy
1: well, and the whole thing that you know this is sex is this wonderful intimate thing, and the fact that you want to use that to manipulate a partner like that is it's. That's the true form of perversion. Like All of the funky sex things that we do is not perverted. It's that. When right. you When you're using this it, wonderful thing as a tool to get your way or... And
0: again, if it's whatever, something you don't but, like doing and you don't do it because you don't like doing it, that's totally okay.
1: Then just don't do it. That's just completely I mean,
0: acceptable. But if it's yeah. something that you don't mind yeah. that your partner loves... Like that should be an easy decision. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I would say this is. The, well, by the way, I would say these are also the areas where, like, okay, I know that honesty is important. Mm-hmm. Again, I tread lightly with my words because,
2: right,
0: <laughs> sound bites can can kill. But if your partner is like, just using this as an example, but if if you don't mind swallowing cum you don't love it you don't hate it but you're willing to do it but you know that your partner will be turned off if he knows that you're just doing it for them or that you really don't like it but you're willing to do it if that turns your partner off what a great opportunity to not let them know that's why you do it Mm -hmm. you know now honesty is important but
1: it's also the framing.
0: It's the framing and right. you know, honesty is important, but when you're when your partner gets dressed up for a, a fancy night out
1: mm-hmm. and
0: you don't think that dress looks great on her,
2: mm-hmm.
0: if you tell her that dress doesn't look great on her because you have an honest relationship, no, you're kind of a douchebag partner. Like like that's there's there's those gray areas within a relationship. <laughs> Where, no, you didn't overcook the roast. Mm-hmm. Like, I I think there's, there's room in there. There's wiggle room for a little bit of creativity on how you say things. Yeah. And so...
1: But also, if you can't keep your face straight because you cringe up when it starts to shoot out. Like, oh, that, you, you're not going to get away with, like, oh, that was the best...
0: And I'm not talking about... Oh, and bro. before some sex therapist writes me and tells me how I've totally, like, screwed people up. I'm not talking about telling your partner that you love something that you don't which all of a sudden digs a hole for you where now you're doing this thing that you don't love and then now you resent resent the situation. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about maybe you just don't tell them every single time sure I'll do it for you this time. Mm -hmm. How about I don't always like it but sometimes I do. Mm -hmm. And then so those days that you're willing to do it Mm -hmm. you tell them you really want it that day. But they understand that it's a mood thing. Mm -hmm. So they... You're still doing it only when you're comfortable doing it. Well,
1: and it sets the but expectation bar at a manageable level. It's not where
0: I just love this every day. I require it, and right. where the person all of a sudden just wants to do that three times a day.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I mean that's easy, and that's not a a lie. That's just a relationship concession.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I I choose this one again because this is not an area where you're like withholding sex when maybe you want sex because people don't usually withhold sex when they want it too, you know they they withhold it when you know yeah. when they uh, they don't want it at that moment so then now they don't have to do it
2: mm-hmm.
0: so this is an easy one because m- some women like you love it but i think most women are, even if they enjoy it it's not something that they need mm-hmm. like it's not a kink
1: well, maybe they should, and I'll tell you why, because there are so many health benefits to eating and playing with it. Um, a lot of people probably don't know <laughs> so it semen is a really great moisturizer, so getting it on your face or on your skin is not gonna be nasty you even if you take off like the the more crunchy parts after it dries or whatever. It has absorbed into your skin. And there's really good vitamins in it for your skin.
0: See, and you lost me a crunchy part.
1: <laughs> like, you can let it dry and it's fine. So, you, you can wipe it off. The benefits are already there. Or you can let it dry and it's you're not losing anything. I let it dry. <laughs> You've even pointed out that I've like had it on...
0: Yeah, we'll go out we'll go out, <laughs> to, we'll go out to eat and then I'll it'll turn your head to the side and I'll go. Oh yeah, right.
1: Me a little bit of splooge right there.
0: <laughs> I always wonder if those how many of those books on health benefits were written by men. Like
1: No, there's actual studies <laughs> that show that it actually has antioxidants and The hormones because when you're making love, of course you've got all those feel good chemicals that your brain is. I have heard
0: that there's those biological things that connect you to another person with Mm -hmm. hormones and I think it's not but I think it's just the hormone. So I I have heard that too.
1: Yeah, you get antidepressant, anti anxiety. Okay.
0: So there is a study, I have seen that study that, that as an antidepressant. Yes. Okay, I have heard that. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I read that. I, but I, I don't remember the source. So I don't remember if it was a credible source. But that is, yeah, that one I've heard, the antidepressant thing.
1: Yeah, there, there are several and they are credible sources. Okay. So if you want to go down that rabbit hole, feel free to Google it. You can find your sources. I'm not going to quote anything. But they are out there and it's real. Um, also, I've even heard that if you hold it in your mouth that it whitens your teeth.
0: Okay, that I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that I call, I'll call, I'll call bullshit there until I see a study. I that doesn't, that reminds me of, um, I I heard some bit one time where some comedian said, his friend wanted to come more so they drank milk because it and, and it was just this connection because it was this white liquid to white liquid. <laughs> I think my guess is that is,
1: eh, it's. Either or, I mean, the whole idea that you're consuming more fluid is what gives you more fluid volume in your body. Like, a well-hydrated man is going to produce more semen than a man who's dehydrated. Oh,
0: actually, that's, no, that's a good one. So mm-hmm. what about uh, fact or fiction? A man's diet.
1: A man's diet is essential for affect it tastes.
0: Yes. Yeah, ab- absolutely it will.
1: Now, um, it's not like just eat a bunch of pineapple that is bullshit you have to have good (laughs) ph in your body and that is the key so being well hydrated eating leafy greens eat your veggies guys that's what makes your come taste better not eating some pineapple okay
0: and i'm gonna i am going to disagree with you there because
1: Cause how much cum have you eaten?
0: I I'm not I don't go by my experience I don't have any experience in that area. Okay. But I've read articles and I've seen people do.
1: And I'm telling you, firsthand, the amount of cum that's come down my throat. And I've had people eat pineapple, saying, "Oh, I eat pineapple right before, so it'll taste good for you." And it's fucking nasty.
0: Right. But
1: that's because they eat. Fast food, they're drinking soda pop all the time. They drink a shit ton of coffee. Smoking cigarettes. Smoking cigarettes. They're nasty, nasty cum tasting. Men who don't do that, even if they still have soda pop or coffee, if they consume a good diet, way better. I
0: agree with that. But I also, there are many, many people that will tell you that their partners come taste better after they eat pineapple other, well, or other Well, and that sugars. might
1: be... All in the brain because um, you're cons- you're like making a correlation with it, but it's it's the good diet. It no, is I, 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 think, I think it's also <laughs> that.
0: But anyways, we don't have to agree. Draw your own conclusion. Grab your partner and test them.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: And then and it, it it certainly could be individual too. It could be that some person re- reacts differently to sugars than others. So it, it's going to be one on one. And I yeah for sure. I mean just the same way. I've been with women who taste good and taste bad or taste like nothing or have, like, that's, has to do with all different factors as well. Mm -hmm. There's going to be just as much variety in the men. So, just because your last partner tasted like gunk doesn't mean the new one will. (laughs) See, I'm on team, (laughs) do you notice I'm on team guy here?
1: Yeah. Eat your vegetables, guys. Listen to me, please. No, I, honestly. No, both. (laughs) Do do not use pineapple as a it's gonna fix it it's just like why play with it when you could just be healthy
0: yeah it's a lot easier to eat a jar of pineapple than if it was if being healthy was easy america wouldn't be fat <laughs> so that's that's well, a that is there, a harder stuff although if you can use this as a motivation use
1: it as a motivation for your guy femdoms make your guys eat a healthy diet and drink lots of water yeah, if, you it, know. Yeah, like, if you're
0: a good femdom, you have no excuse for for your sub to have not nasty, be healthy cause nasty they're... tasting jizz.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so.
1: Well, and a good submissive, will prepare healthy, balanced meals for her dominant. Oh, is
0: that why I have good, healthy, balanced meals? That's why your cum is delicious. Okay. You are the, the sweetest thing. And
1: that was my own ego right there i make food for you <laughs>
0: <laughs> well good it there it's it's very symbiotic yes it is and then i'll live longer and when i'm healthier and i have more energy i can also make more money so mm. it's a win all the way around so it's
1: completely selfish motivation for me is what you're saying
0: <laughs> i hey i think it's like i said it, it's a win so yeah. so and is there anything else about i mean is this I mean, it's it's a kink. It's or it can be like anything else.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is to just be safe when you're doing it because it still carries the risk of diseases and if you put it into a vagina, pregnancy, you know. So play with it, try it, use the diet. To make sure that it's not tasting nasty when you're going to do it. Be well hydrated. And have an open mind if you don't like it. Don't do it as often.
0: Yeah. And. Know that this moment for the man. Has significance. Mm -hmm. And you can. Possibly really turn your man on. By. By tell him how much you enjoy whatever that thing is that he's gonna do Mm
2: -hmm.
0: i mean if you want him to jack off into a sock if you tell him how much it turns you on and, and you're feverishly playing yourself watching him do it he's he's actually going to enjoy doing that if he knows it's turning you on well i'm not saying he's going to but depending on the personality he may
2: yeah
0: and so if you don't want it on your face and you want it on your tits, and but he believes that that's what really gets it going, you love cum on your tits, then mm-hmm. that's going to be a better experience for him than, oh, no, just do it anywhere, just don't get it on my face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that is not going to do it for your partner. Or usually. find a way to
1: sexualize the humiliation of it if you don't like it. So there are ways to learn, there are ways to adjust, and... Just like with anything. It's another flavor of the kink buffet. If you don't like it, you don't have to take it every yeah,
0: time. Uh, of course. Of course mm-hmm. not. It is not.
1: Yeah.
0: Nothing. You're not required to like anything. But one more thing, though. Let's just add. I know we kind of were wrapping up, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: what about enjoying the fact that your partner doesn't like it? Is that okay? Sure it is. It's more humiliating.
1: Uh-huh. As long as you, you negotiate that that's an okay thing to play with. And you're prepared to do the aftercare for cleaning up the emotional mess that you create. Yeah, fine. If they have some kind of adverse reaction to you humiliating them, then you got to be prepared to well, deal with that. they
0: need to be someone who likes that. Mm-hmm. You know, if if your partner doesn't like cum, but it's turned on by being a dirty whore. Mm-hmm. Well, then... You may find some some room in there to do this thing that she doesn't like because that's what whores do. Right. If you want to do a role play,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and in that role play, she is someone who
1: loves it and can fake <laughs> loves for that it. Loves it, or yeah.
0: someone who needs to do it because that's how she's paying her bills. Yep. And you're paying her, or you're the sugar daddy, or the the John. Hmm. I mean, there's so many different ways to play with this thing. And it could be fun, as strange as it sounds if you're in the outside vanilla world, it is possible for someone to enjoy something because they don't enjoy it. Yeah. Because the person who doesn't enjoy it could be in a fantasy of somebody who doesn't enjoy it, but they're enjoying being in the role play of that, or or that fantasy. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And they're being made to do something they don't, they don't enjoy there's even times where, and this could be in a DS relationship, but this could be in a completely vanilla relationship. The more someone doesn't enjoy something, the more they can enjoy the fact that they're giving it to you. Mm-hmm. The more of a sacrifice they're making for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If 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 a man takes out the trash for his partner without asking, he's going to get a little bit of satisfaction. But if he goes out and builds a deck for her, like when he doesn't like building things,
2: mm-hmm.
0: well, the level of satisfaction from giving something that was so hard is is higher. So even just that, you can enjoy. Like enjoy. There's ways to enjoy the fact that you don't like it,
2: mm-hmm. without
0: ever going. Ooh, the texture turns me on. Like it, right. that may never happen, and you can find ways to sexualize it and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and get there. Yep. You just but but don't shut yourself down to it. Open yourself up. Mm-hmm. to playing with different scenarios, and you may find some room. And then if that's something your partner really likes, it may be a way of you guys both, well, of giving them what they want, but then you also just not doing something that's that you hate on every single level. Right. It's a way of mitigating it
1: mm-hmm. while find giving them. a happy them, medium. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's great. So, And that should be a goal for... Couples in general, I think, you know, yeah. like finding ways to love each other better. That's just, why not? If this is a small thing you can do, then do it once in a while.
0: It'll make them happy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Men are simple.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, it doesn't take a lot yeah. for most men to really, for it to matter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, we, those little things... We we don't forget.
2: Yeah,
0: and so we're we're like I said we're we're we can be quite simple,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and even sexually as complex as the people of the kink community might be. On some level, men are also they are simple creatures.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's less to it, and and yeah, those little things.
1: They I mean, mean a lot.
0: They they do, they do mean a lot. Mm-hmm. So, play with it.
1: Yeah, tell us when you do. I want to hear all the comic stories. I love it.
0: Oh, my God. Then <laughs> you can read them to me, but leave that part out. <laughs> I don't want to hear that part.
1: Connect with us on social media. All of our links are on kinkbuffet.com. Send
0: us questions. Tell us where we got it wrong.
1: Yes, our email address is kinkbuffet at gmail.com. Until next time.
0: Bye.